From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be. Right here, right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Joyce Buford and Joyce Buford has a podcast Second Wind you can listen to. You can also go to her website. Joyce, which website are we having them go to today? Uh, Second Wind with Joyce. Second Wind with Joyce. Um, yeah. We're talking today about travel and about solo travel. And for those of us who are not in relationships, not partnered up, travel seems like a really great idea until you look at all these different tours that are like, oh, if you want to cruise, I have to get a single cabin. Oh, yeah. well, if you're going on a tour, like, What's the price for one? You know, <laughs> and I think it can be a defeating and a little scary, but I've watched you travel over the years, Joyce, with grace, with style, having terrific adventures, you know, in Scotland, in the Middle East. I mean, like, this is crazy. And then I've watched you navigate things. And I thought, if she can do it, I can do it. And that's why I brought you on the show today. Oh, thanks. Well, what would life be without travel? Well, for me, it'd be boring. Yes. So, <laughs> so I like the adventure. Well, and, you know, the thing is, is you've been, how many different countries do you think you've been in in the last 20 years? Oh, oh. Could you even? Well, I, I can't. I would have to go back and really look, look close. Um, I did travel with a friend for a long, for several years. So the early 20s. I was traveling with him. Uh, but then um, later, I am a me, a one person. And so, but there's no reason to stop traveling because it's very convenient. There are more women and more men traveling single. And so it's really pretty easy to find a group that you can be a single in. And yet, because there are others there as singles, they're wanting to find people to visit with, have lunch with, have dinner with, you know, so it's pretty easy and it's nice. See, and I, I never knew that. I just look at things and go, if I'm not, you know, if I'm a single cabin on a cruise ship or, you know, do I get some random person put in with me? Um, so when you, when you go to book a travel, do you, do you look to book for something for singles? Um, you can. But you can also, like, uh, one of the travels groups that I use most often, um, they just always have, it's a blend of, of couples and singles. So you can ask them there if there are any singles on, the on this tour, if that's really, you know, what you want. But even if they're married, they're kind and responsible they're great people and uh they're pretty inclusive so you don't but i must say you probably wouldn't be cruising cruising they offer nothing for the single traveler so uh, they're missing a market but i understand they have to rent out that apartment or room 
And um, so as of right now, they don't offer anything for a single. No, I, I looked at that thinking, you know, I've got some time coming up and I really don't want to go on a singles dating thing. Like I'm not oh, there yeah. to meet somebody and hook up. I'm just somebody who wants to travel, but would like to have dinner or maybe, you know, go ride a camel together and then talk about that experience, you know, but I'm not there to meet a husband or make a best friend. Right. Yeah. And I, I haven't really found that to be a push either way. Uh, even the the men on this last trip that I went in, there were a couple of single guys, but they have families at home. They're not looking for anything. And so it was nice. And we'd be a couple good friends. Joyce, I'm just going to jump in here for a second because today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash powered up today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash powered up. And we're talking today about going solo, traveling solo, doing solo things because we're divorced, widowed, or maybe we've never gotten married. And one of the things that BetterHelp has helped me do, it's helped me learn positive coping skills as a single mom and choosing to be single, not choosing to be remarried. And, you know, these things cause some conflict within my family environment. You know, my parents, my siblings who are all, you know, paired up when I choose to be unpaired and travel the world, that caused some conflict. And I was really happy to be able to spitball this and talk to my therapist about it because it helped me get better coping skills rather than telling people to drop dead. Like that does not work in relationships. So she helped me set boundaries. She helped me learn positive coping skills and helped me become the best version of myself so that I could articulate to the world what I wanted and what I needed. And that's a really powerful place to come from. So if you want to get a therapist, it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out this brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you know what? You can switch therapists at no time for additional charge if it's not working for you. So if you want to find more balance, check out BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Powered Up today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Powered Up. You'll be so glad you did. I was glad I did. Joyce, you were glad you did. And we're talking today about traveling solo and meeting new people. And what do you have to tell us about making it easier to have that transition to opening up to solo travel? If they're there, they're usually traveling. They're the same kind of person you are. They love to travel. So you can talk about places where you've been if you want to, but um, maybe not. <laughs> maybe just talk about what you saw today. Today, right, right. So, right. So it's not something somebody should be intimidated by going. I'm going to be maybe the only single person on the bus. Like, who's going to sit with me? And you know, I took a tour once like that, and my mom ended up showing up halfway through the tour. I think she met me in in like Italy or something like that. And we we traveled the rest of the tour together, and we didn't sit on the bus with each other because we're like, well, we can sit with each other all the time. So right. I'm going to go sit with Joyce in the front and learn about Joyce and talk to Joyce. And then when we went back to our room, it was nice to talk about the people we met. But I think the perception is that couples are going to sit all the time and do everything together and talk together. But that's really not true. No, we were on a bus when we were in Jordan on this last trip and everybody got a road to themselves. So yes, the, the couples might have been, he was on the front row and she was on the following row. But 
the it was the three of us talking about the trip and and what we saw today. So you didn't feel left out at all. See, I love that. And I think, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. Or maybe you just want to be quiet. You know, there's that. So, um, yeah, that couple was from Chicago. Chicago. And you're from? Tyler, Texas. And I think that's part of the fun too in the groups, you know, the travel groups that I've been on. I, you know, I have a friend that I kept in Sydney, Australia. I have a friend, Esther, in New Zealand. You know, we communicate, Mm -hmm. we Zoom, we talk, you know. You can make some really good abiding friendships traveling overseas together that sometimes they peter out, but sometimes like, you know, my Sandra and Alan and Esther have lasted, I don't know, 25 years. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. It is fun. It is fun. Have you ever gotten together again on a trip or do you just talk? No, but what happens is when I went to Sydney, I met up with them and had lunch. When they were flying through Los Angeles, they stayed a day with me. And, you know, I've had other um, people who've come through Los Angeles stay with me for a day or two or actually three days. So mm-hmm. we did, never took a tour together, but you know, if I was going to New Zealand, I definitely would, you know, ring Esther up or I would ring Sandra and Alan up or Geraldine and Bill, you know, in in Sydney so that we could get together. But no, we've never gone on a tour again together. But that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there was a woman on this trip and uh, she had come back. She'd been living in France for 20 years and then she came back. She didn't know very many people. So she had met this one woman at her uh, condo or wherever she lived. And so she just extended an invitation if she'd like to come. I I really think sometimes those don't work. If you don't know the, if don't panic and think that you have to take a partner because sometimes you'll enjoy the people on the trip so much that you won't feel left out. Well, and you can always spot the couple that's there because they're a couple, not because they enjoy each other or one of them's miserable. Like there's always one of those, like in the group, like the wife wants to go, the husband didn't want to go. He goes along with her to keep her company or protect her, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, he's just miserable and everybody knows it. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's no fun. No. No, and so uh, <laughs> there's another thing that happens, and I kind of share this with you. You know, you get this written out, what the trip is going to be like, right. the weather it's going to be, what the, you know, rainy, cold, hot. And I find, and this certainly did catch me off guard in my last trip when we went to Jordan, they gave me, I followed the rules. And I had a puffy, but I didn't put the puffy in because it said it was going to be this really warm temperature. Okay. Well, anybody knows that when you go to the desert, it's going to be a little cooler. Right. And so, But I didn't. I followed what they told me. So sometimes you just need to go with what you know is your own common sense. I have wished for that puffy more than once. Yes. But I, I had a raincoat and I just layered up. Yeah, that's the other thing, like is is being prepared. I've done that, you know, and I've 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 taken a trip and 
prepared for it to be in the 30s and 40s and it turns into be like the 70s and i think you know it was like being in a sauna suit like everything i brought with me you know i sweated through everything the first day and i didn't have anything i could layer and i i do think like i did buy recently joyce this um it's a packable poncho you know kind of mm. rain jacket kind of but it's it's super thin but it's got a lining you know it's not like yeah. a windbreaker it's got a lining to it because mm. i'm like you know it's one thing to layer up if you, you know how many t-shirts can you put on and put a windbreaker over to stay right. warm um but yeah a little puffy jacket or the other thing i was thinking about when i remembered you telling me about the puffy jacket i did buy a puffy vest that's good yes smaller you know it doesn't have the arms but mm -hmm. i'm like you know it, it's okay for your arms you know, like your hands can be cold it's uncomfortable it's not great but if your torso is warm i think you're better so yeah. i did buy a packable puffy vest that yes. takes less room than the puffer jacket so i actually mm -hmm. have the rain jacket and the vest that travel with me now oh that probably it's, goes pretty well that's right. nice Right. Yes. And they're both ones. Yeah. One, the, the raincoats, Navy blue and the vest is black and mm -hmm. it's down, you know, and it's fitted and it's scrunchy, but you can put the, you can layer over and under very easily because black and Navy blue go with everything. Yeah. I'm laughing because when I ordered my raincoat from pennies, yep. <laughs> it was a mustard yellow. And I thought, they didn't have too many colors and so i thought well at least if i get lost they can find me that's right you'll be like a, like yeah like like i have a jacket that makes me look like a traffic cone in new york you know because it's that bright bright orange but they're gonna spot me from space i don't care where i am they'll find me that's true you know and sometimes there's a lot of travelers or visitors in your guide guided tour yes uh, when we went to Jerusalem, we found that the city was just packed. It was full of people. And so, you know, you can get in situations where you're all in snuggled in real close. And, and it's good to have something like that. It may sound crazy right now, but some way they can identify you. Right. If you get separated from your group or, you know, because they hold their umbrella up, you know, they hold the little thing up. Well, if you're short, you know, if you're tall, great, you could see it. If you're not, right. um, you know, I was standing next to in the Vatican, funny travel story, um, next to Eric Clapton. And I had no <laughs> idea who Eric Clapton was. I mean, I knew the name, but I, right. you know, I didn't recognize him from Adam. And people are taking pictures and they're pointing at him and whatever. And I'm standing there in line, completely not paying attention. Then I start to panic because the line moved and I lost my group. And I oh, couldn't dear. see, you know, the, I couldn't see and I'm looking around and finally like this guy next to me goes like, what, what's going on? And I'm like, well, I'm lost. I lost my group. He goes, oh, you're an American. And I said, yeah. And then I'm like, why are people taking pictures of you? And he goes, I'm Eric Clapton. And I'm like, oh, okay. Can you help me find my group? <laughs> <laughs> and he was howled he's like you know you know like it was in the era of like pictures and selfies and you know whatever yeah. but you know he, you know people like that like we're all just on the vatican tour together right. um you know so it was really funny but yeah having something that's identifiable i think is really helpful um mm -hmm. so if you can't find them at least maybe they can find you right yeah for you sure know? 
So let about ask- those poor people like Eric. I mean, they really <laughs> limited. They can't they go are. anywhere without an audience. Nope. Or people wanting to take your picture. You know, he had a baseball cap on and he just mm. was going into the Vatican, you know, and I thought it was funny. I'm like, wow, you're Eric Clapton. Like they don't have a private tour for you. <laughs> I guess you're not that big a star, you know, but I mean, this was like 20 years ago, but still, um, you know, and I do find like there are certain things that I travel with that are like my travel must haves. And I'm a big one watching YouTube videos to look at the next travel gadget, travel this, travel that. And my two things that I will never travel without, I love these little plastic pill cases. And mm. I put in those little snappy pill cases, you know, because they're durable and they're rugged. I put band-aids in there. I put a safety pin in there. Sometimes I'll put a needle and thread. I put everything in there, but, you know, the pills. But I I have one just for like, you know, cramps and headache and allergy. But then I put like, it's, they're great to snap your earrings and rings in and keep everything together and they're light. So that's one of my like, like big travel must haves, um, you know, that I don't leave home without my little pill cases because they can hold all sorts of little things. Right. That's a great idea. I never thought of that. Yeah. And then if you have like, for me, I like to travel with my phone and my, ipod and or my airpods and my um my imac like i have all i products but i don't want to carry all the cables so those little adapters that connect from the c to the a they're like mm-hmm. the size of your thumbnail drop those little suckers in a pill case too all my little tchotchke mm-hmm. stuff go in that pill case right yeah that's a good idea yeah like yeah. what is your what are you may steal that what <laughs> i may steal that Who's going to steal your pill case? Like it's an orange pill case about this big. I think they're like three bucks. I mean, you know, I would steal one of those fancy, like I always look at those fancy jewelry rolls, jewelry thing. Like somebody's going to steal that because it's going to have nice jewelry in it. I put my beautiful diamond necklace sometimes. It's in a pill case next to my aspirin. Who's going to steal that? Right. Right. Well, I really do go by. I I used to take really beautiful things, but then I don't do that anymore. I usually don't take, I, I may take something that I always wear. I never take off my body, but I don't really take very much jewelry mm-hmm. just simply because it's one less worry on a trip because yeah. sometimes you have to leave your luggage behind. Sure. And, you know, my backpack that I took was saver, but I even lost my backpack. So, you know. So you can't always um, use them as you think you're going to use them. That's true. That's very true. You know, um, the other thing I find that I really like when I travel is I like I have an open mouth backpack now. Ah, it opens yeah. wide. So you like a bucket, you know, and it's mm-hmm. zipper shut because, you know, mm-hmm. backpacks are great and everything for convenience, but trying to get the zipper and whatever's sunk down to the bottom. I like yeah. these wide mouths because I'm like, oh, there's my computer. There's my tablet. There's my water bottle. There's my med kit. There's my snacks. Like yeah. I can open it up and look at it. Um, I really like those open, like the open mouth um, backpacks. Yeah, they are good. That's the one I bought. For this trip. Oh, you the did? Open, yeah. We pull it open. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It opens a like one. a shark or like a whale. Like, woo, he opens his mouth. <laughs> it had a little place for my computer. Everything. It's got right, a lot of it slots. Was, 
Right. And it wasn't a fortune. I mean, there's a lot of them on Amazon. I bought a, a leather one, which is really pretty. The only thing I wish I hadn't bought it, the fake leather, it's a little heavy. So I went back and I ended up buying the same exact one in, in a lighter canvas that is so much lighter. It's not as pretty, but I figured, you know what, I'll use the, the leather one for local and use the, you know, the um, canvas one for travel just because it was right. so much lighter. Yeah. Um, I don't usually, I usually don't use the backpack, but for that trip I did, but I also use a crossbody uh, because I like to have, it's, it's good to have accessible things. Yes. So like my phone is in that crossbody and some money um, and just those things that you might need quickly. Yes. And so I do that. Yeah. I, I always keep awesome. like aspirin or a leave in there, like headache medicine. Cause I do, you know, when you're traveling, you're not sleeping, you might eat things that upset your tummy. So yes, I like my, my cross body bags. And I like that when I'm traveling, especially sometimes I'm on trains or I'm on places where pickpockets are rampant. What's mm -hmm. great about those crossbodies is if you have a zipper jacket, you can zipper the jacket over your bag. So they're not going to be able to reach in, you know, versus a backpack. They could stick their hand right in or cut the backpack. Mm -hmm. You know, your crossbody is literally on your body. And then if you zipper yours, like when I travel the trains in New York, I zipper my sweatshirt or my hoodie over mm -hmm. I, I look like I have a lump you know, you know I have like a, a lump where my kidneys are sticking out but I don't have to worry about anybody stealing my bag cutting in my bag or whatever it's right there on my body yeah do you use the money belts anymore I don't I find them uncomfortable Mm -hmm. You know, you want to know what I actually really do. I take the pads out of my sports bra. When I travel, I have a nice sports bra that has pads and is comfortable. And those are nice little pockets that you can slide. <laughs> I put my, you know, driver's license in one side. I put my cash and my credit cards in the other. And yes, do I need to stick my hand down my shirt and take it out of the bra pocket? But when you take the pads out of a sports bra or one of those soft bras, there's yeah. a whole pocket in there that's perfect for little things you don't, you know, like your cash or your hotel card. Cause you know, mm -hmm. it's like, if you're going to steal it, you're literally going to have to cut it off my body. Yeah, yeah. Like that sports bra isn't going. Do you anywhere. put your, do you put your passport up there? You can't do that. That's no, you stiff. can't do that. That's a little stiff, but mm -hmm. depending, like I am not busty. So I got room to spare up there. So you could, I've put keys in there. You know, I don't think I've ever put my passport up there, but you know, if you put it in straight, you know, and you're wearing a t-shirt, what does it matter? I, I usually do mine in the crossbody. Cross yeah. bag, body bag, cross body bag. Cross body yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying that little interior pocket, you know, if it's hot, yeah. I want to bring a bag. And, if, you know, like sometimes all <laughs> I'm bringing where I'm going is my ID, my hotel key, and a little bit of cash or a credit card. Right. So that you can stick right in the side of your sports bra and off you go. Yeah. I was also uh, suggested very early on my travels to always make a copy of your passport. Yes. Yes. And, and take a picture of it on your phone. Like I have my, my state ID, my, and, and a lot of times I'll put my travel itinerary on there too. Anything I don't want to lose. Like, and if you lose right. it, at least you have a copy. Right. Mm -hmm. 
you lose your phone, well, <laughs> yeah, you got another problem. And you got another problem, like, you know, but, but the phones are great. They just work it anywhere. I mean, yes. I mean, we have arrived as far as I'm concerned with the phone because there's so much freedom there and you can yeah. call home, you know, it's right. no more arranging with the telephone company to yep right for the travel and you can connect your you know you can like and i love your posts so you know when you put your posts up when you travel you do facebook live you get to take us along with you mm -hmm. i love doing those and i'm really watching them well it's amazing when i get home the people that have watched them yeah so that always makes me feel good yeah they've had that experience with me that's right. So let me ask mm -hmm. you, do you roll your clothes, fold your clothes, or do you use packing cubes? Yes, all of the above. Some things fold better. Some things roll better. Some things uh, need those little cubes, you know, because they, like I put my socks and underwear in the little cubes. Uh, so I have a mix, honestly. I don't take any bottles or anything like that everything's in plastic so but I use it all yeah I love that mm -hmm. you know because I've you know I'm always on the search for a better travel experience each time I travel and I found as I age I get lighter and lighter in my travel and I like to get a spray tan before I travel because then I don't have to bring foundation. I get my eyebrows dyed, my eyelashes dyed because I'm really fair. So then mm -hmm. I don't have to bring mascara. I don't have to bring anything. You know, do I have a little bit of, you know, lip gloss? I use tinted lip gloss. Like it's amazing how little, and I've, I've tried this last trip. You know, I was I was in six hotels in eight days. So it gets old. Wow, that's up a lot. Down. It is a lot. Um, I tried toothpaste tabs which I got to tell you, it took a while to get used to, but uh, they go on your finger and you do like this. They, they, you, you crunch them up in your mouth and then oh. you your toothbrush and they turn oh. into foamy toothpaste. They're just dried up little toothpaste tabs. And, oh, I see. Um, but I like them because again, my little pill case, I can put eight little toothpaste or, you know, I actually took more. I probably took 16 little toothpaste tabs. But right. that was better than carrying the tube. They also don't count as a liquid. So I like that. And the other thing I tried this time that I was pleasantly surprised with is I took with me uh, the the soap bars, the soap bars for shampoo and the soap bars for conditioner. And I didn't take the whole bar. I did what they told me to do. I bought these little Ziplocs that are really tiny. They're made to hold beads. Oh. You know, like little bead bags but okay. you can put the 20 toothpaste tabs in there and then i just took a knife and i sliced off a chunk of conditioner and a chunk of soap you know the hair or shampoo and mm -hmm. i used that this time and i was pleasantly surprised i liked the smell i liked the whole thing and i didn't um i could have used the hotel stuff but i have long hair so there's never enough for me for my hair so this allowed me to supplement but i didn't have any spill any mess and my container was down to three of these little you know bead bags versus mm -hmm. a, a tooth of tube of toothpaste and then two shampoos like mm -hmm. it really did take that load down quite a bit right yeah yeah good idea yeah. I just use it I did make you know I'm doing something for thinning hair right now and um 
I didn't take that with me just thinking, well, I'll just use the, the hotel's shampoo. But that was not a good idea because my hair started thinning before I got home. And I, so when you're doing some medicines like that, that can't really be stopped, you need to just go ahead and make, make a make decision. <laughs> yeah. Is it a liquid that you were using? Uh, I was just using regular soap, but with this, I had to take, I take pills, two pills, and then I have a spray that goes on my gotcha. head. So it's, and I just left those thinking, well, in two weeks, it won't do much, but it did. But I do have one other area I think we need to talk about because it is so important and it can ruin a trip. That's your feet. Your feet must be comfortable. Don't worry so much about being the cutest one with the cutest shoes. It's more about comfort because you walk a bunch. And so we're so fortunate now that we do have really comfortable, nice looking tennis shoes. Yeah. And, and therapeutics shoes. And really, that's I, that's really what you need to and save the, the very, very comfortable ones for a short time at the hotel or wherever you're staying. But if they don't, if they're not going to walk a mile, then don't don't bring them. Right. Absolutely. And I have these these little hiker sandals, you know, and I, they, they Velcro kind of on, but they're super comfortable. You can wear those with socks. You can wear them in the water. You can wear them down to the pool. Like I look for footwear that has multiple uses. And if your sneakers get wet, then you can put these on, you know, so you have, oh, that's good. but they're small and they're light and they're flat. I'm not worried right. about a heel. I'm worried about, about comfort and not, and do you wear your new shoes before you travel in them? Oh, uh, I would if I were. I don't usually do that, though. Uh, there was one thing I did do, and I bought some boots because tennis shoes don't. Well, my my daughter has since told me they do. There are tennis shoes that can take water and, and shed it. I didn't know that. So I took a I bought a very lightweight boot to take and I had to wear it because we had some really rainy days but it was very good but you just need to make provisions like that comfort and weather and weather right mm -hmm. and what you're doing you know if you're going to the beach and you're going to the mountains and you're going to the pool you know like you're going to need more than one shoe to do all those but you know what shoe you choose you know like i like those sandals that i have like yeah do i look like some weirdo wearing socks with sandals <laughs> yes but you know what my sandals are dark gray and my if i put a gray or black sock on it no one's staring down to look at your feet Everybody looks kind of the same. They do. They do. They look like Mr. Magoo and Mrs. Magoo. Yeah, that's right. But we're here to be comfortable. We're here to have an experience, not, you know, and if you want to take pictures, just take selfies, take them from above. So you look thinner and younger and have one nice shirt that you can wear and let your feet go. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to thank you, Joyce, for being my guest today. We had so much fun talking about fun. travel and um, I'll have you back and we'll be back again soon with another great episode. Thanks. Thanks for thinking of me. 
We're glad you joined us for Powered Up Talk Radio. Each week, we share innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be. See you next time on Powered Up Talk Radio.